Welcome to the Direct Sellers Podcast, the podcast for direct sellers who are ready to get uncomfortable, build their business, and grow a team while changing the face of the direct sales industry. I'm your host, Rachel Perry. Join me as we get real and talk about all the things you need to kick some serious direct sales booty. From overcoming limiting beliefs to sharing the exact strategies you need to attract the right people who become customers and beg to join your team. I've got you covered, girl. I'm gonna be your new BFF when it comes to balancing life and kids while building your direct sales business with poise, peace of mind, and of course, a good set of fake eyelashes. Let's get started. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Direct Sellers Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Perry, and I'm so delighted you're here. The past few episodes of this podcast, we've had interviews, and today it's just me. And we are talking about how to get out of debt. Well, no, let me clarify that. We're not talking about how to get out of debt, but I'm going to tell you what you need to do to get on your way to getting out of debt. And I share this because I have had the honor of having a ton of conversations with with you guys recently. And I think the underlying theme of so many of you is that you want this business to work so you can get out of debt and so you can get have some freedom. Freedom in life, right? Freedom to travel, like release of that burden of that debt that so many of us have. You're not alone. I need you to understand that you are not alone when it comes to having debt. And you know what? I'm here to tell you that you can absolutely make good money building a direct sales business. Is it hard? Yeah, it's challenging. And you're going to come up against quite a few roadblocks. But guess what? That's life. And no matter what you do, there are going to be challenges. And I'm here to cheer you on every step of the way. So before we get started, if you are currently making $750 to $1,000 in sales a month, and you are ready to bump it up to three to 5K a month, message me the word playbook on Instagram. Just message the word playbook. And I will give you a link to a free training that I am doing where I'm going to share with you my playbook on getting to that three to 5K without having parties. It can be done, my friends. All right, let's dig in. So yes, you can make money in this business. And yes, you can get out of debt. You just have to be really smart about it. And it might take a while and that's okay. So the first thing I'm going to say that you need to start doing to really start turning a profit is to stop spending so much money on your product. I know. Listen, when I first started my business, my first direct sales business back in 2006, I was obsessed with the jewelry. And I would spend money on the jewelry. I was also obsessed with buying items as hostess gifts. Okay. Because back then we were doing home parties and all I, I was obsessed. So our company had this website, if you will, where you could get incentives for your hostesses and customers and things like that. And you guys, they were so cute. They were like sunglasses and scarves and little bags and oh my gosh, so much. And I would spend so much money getting these incentives and buying more jewelry. And I would justify it by saying that I needed more product to show 
And I needed incentives for my hostesses and customers. Well, the reality is, is I could have done it in a much better way. I just was having so much fun spending. But the problem was, as a result, I wasn't making as much profit. And so some of you have no problem with this. Some of you are really disciplined. You are really focused. But for those of us who are not and who have that, (laughs) we get distracted by pretty things. It's a little bit harder, but we have to put those boundaries on ourselves and say, no, I can't do this until I've made this much money. And don't make it like until I make 20 grand, like reward yourself for small things. Once I've saved a thousand dollars, then I'm going to let myself purchase this $25 item. All right. Just you've got to pace yourself. All right. Because we get so lost so easily in our direct sales businesses when we just start thinking that we have to keep buying more product. And it's really, really hard when new product is constantly coming out. You guys know that I sell makeup now. And literally, (laughs) I say that word way too often, but they have new product coming out, not all the time, but a couple times a year, several times a year. And I have to hold myself back. I have to be like, Rachel, you don't need another makeup brush. Yes, it's a different color, but you do not need it, right? Or, okay, so they've come out with another lip and cheek. You actually don't need this because you have 20 right now, right? So I have to stop myself and I only let myself buy more if the first, the number one is if I can get it for free. Like if I've held a party, I really don't do parties, but I have a party link. So when people purchase from me, they purchase through that link. So when I reach my limit, I just get more free product. So that's the one one way how I earn it. The second way how I let myself do it is if I have earned a certain amount, I'm like, okay, well, part of that can go back into purchasing more product. That's how I do it because I don't want to go into debt, even more debt, right? I don't want to lose money on this, this, for me, this side gig that I am doing, right? You got to be really smart. Now, if you are someone who has to hold inventory, I want you to be really smart about what you have and have a logical plan on how you're going to sell it. When I say logical, I mean, you're not just like, oh, I'm going to order all of this and I know people are going to buy it. No, you need to look at your top sellers. You need to look at kind of the company's top sellers, like what your ideal customer would be interested in, things like that. Okay. And then you'll know, okay, that I should buy this inventory. You just got to be really smart about it. So then what I need you to do or what you need to do is set a goal for yourself. So let's say I've had people say, I am $50,000 in debt. I'm $10,000 in debt. I'm $75,000 in debt. So you've got to come up with a plan. Like what is it that you want to be making each month so that you can start contributing to that debt, right? So what is, I just realized like I am no, y'all, I am not a money strategist. I am not a business manager. So, so take all of this, like, just understand that that is not my role. As you're listening to this, this is more from experience. Okay. And it's obviously, I've heard this advice before, so I'm just sharing it with you. But I think the biggest thing, honestly, is to really watch your spending and not spend on things that you don't need or you haven't earned. Okay. But the second step 
to making profit and getting yourself out of debt is to set a goal. So what is your goal? Is your goal that you want to make an extra thousand dollars a month? Or is it that you want to make 3000 a month? Or is it that you want to make 10,000 a month? My advice to you is to make small goals. Okay. Because if you're making $500 a month right now, and, and then you're like, but wait, I want to make 10,000. That's a big jump. And that can feel very overwhelming because you don't go from 500 to 10,000. You've got to go from 500 to 1,000, from 1,000 to two, from two to three, right? Like incrementally, smaller increments. So we want you to set a smaller goal, not because you can't exceed expectations, not because having big, giant, amazing goals isn't a great thing. But for the purpose of this profitability, I want you to figure out like, what is it that you want to make? All right. So if you are making 500, let's jump it up to 2000, 3000. If you are making a thousand, let's jump it up to 5,000. Like, do you see what I'm saying? Like, so anyway, that's what I want you to do. And then you've got to do whatever it takes to get there. Let me clarify. You don't need to sell your soul. You don't need to be spammy. (laughs) You don't need to be salesy. Okay. You just need, I'm going to share with you what you need, but you've got to do whatever it takes to get there. All right. And there are going to be times when you're uncomfortable. Now, uncomfortable in that you're being stretched, not uncomfortable because you're doing things that just are gross. All right. And I also kind of want to share with you for a second. I was thinking about this on my way home from taking Emma to school today. I've actually fallen in love with sales. And I always used to think, I remember when I first joined in direct sales, like years and years ago, I remember being like, I'm not a good salesperson. I think that's something that we tell ourselves when we're just we have a bad experience with salespeople. And so we're like, I'm not like that because we don't want to be like that, right? But the reality is sales is not a bad thing if it's done the right way. Because ultimately what you're selling is a solution to a problem. I'm sure that you have been sold to for things that you have not minded because you're like, I need this. I need the solution to my problem. And I like how it's being done. I want you to just challenge yourself on that whole mindset. Like if you're doing it the right way, it's not gross. It's not spammy. It's not salesy. It's literally helping someone. Okay. There's nothing wrong with charging for a service or charging for a product. Literally, there is nothing wrong with that. I guarantee you you don't go to Target and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm so offended and I'm so upset because they're selling things. Right? Like, no, that just doesn't happen. You go to Target and you're like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. I love this. I want to buy this. And you have to slow yourself down, right? So I want you to just kind of tweak your, reframe this whole mindset around sales if you have one where you're kind of hung up on it because it's not a bad thing. It's how you do it that's important, that matters, okay? And if you are leading with your product and you're trying to sell your product all the time and you're trying to get people to join your team all the time, that could be kind of gross, right? Because not everybody needs your product. And not everybody needs to join your team. Okay, so you've set your goal. Now let's talk about how you're going to get there. So the first thing, guys, I say this all the time and you are going to get so tired of me saying this because you're going to be like, Rachel, this is what you say all the time. But I say this because I don't think people really take the time to dive into this. And here's the thing. The thing is, you need to understand who your ideal customer is so thoroughly, because that is going to drive all the things that you do. It's going to drive the content that you create. It's going to drive the conversations that you have. It's going to drive literally everything. 
So I don't want you to glaze over this. I don't want you to be like, oh yeah, my ideal customer, she's in her 30s, 40s, she likes makeup. No, I need more detail than that because that is not going to help you create content. And I share examples over and over again. And I, I don't mean to, but they stick in my mind and that's why I share them. You guys have heard me talk about how I, in my 40s, my skin is changing. And I was like, what's happening? Right? I'm like, why is my skin so dry? I clearly am not drinking enough water. And then I was scrolling on Instagram and I fell upon someone who, whose ideal customer was where women in her 40s who are kind of going, you know, want to wear makeup. And she actually was talking about skincare and about how our skin changes and how things like that. And it, it pulled me in. And I was like, okay, hi, I'm your ideal customer because I felt so seen. She was offering a solution to a problem that I didn't really know that I had. It was one of those things that crossed my mind in the morning when I woke up, but then I didn't really think about it for the rest of the day. And it only crossed my mind because I put my hand to my face, right? Wiping my eyes. So you want to figure out what are those things? What are the things that your ideal customer is thinking, but then doesn't necessarily keep thinking about it, right? So I have someone who... I have a program called 3 to 5K Sprint. And the goal of that program is to get you making three to 5,000 consistent... Having those consistent months quickly. It's a three-month program. You have to be earning a certain amount to get in there. But anyway... They were doing their research on who their ideal customer is. And I have them do market research and all the things. And she discovered... She sells Pampers Chef. Her name is Angela. And she discovered that not only do, is her ideal customer someone who wants to get meals on the table that, her, that their kids like, but her ideal customer struggles. It has a challenge around meal planning and also how to organize it all, how to figure it out, how to plan ahead. And how to get meals on the table that everybody likes. All right. So that's already given her some different venues and different, not venues, different sort of paths of what type of content to create. It's not just giving recipes, it's giving solutions to the meal prep, it's giving solutions to finding food that everybody likes. Okay. And it keeps going. And so that's why it's so important to understand your ideal customer, but to also like dive in. Dive in to who they are. Do your research. Find out what their problems are. Not what you think their problems are. You want to find out what their problems are. Then I want you to create content around that. Okay. Like I just shared with you about Angela and what she discovered. She can now create content based on the things that she's discovered. Okay. There was another person in our three to five case sprint who, Alicia, who sells jewelry. And she was talking about her ideal customer and she realized that her ideal customer is someone who is kind of a a woman, a mom who's kind of lost herself, who, you know, and as moms, like this happens, especially when they're smaller, we kind of are so focused, like our days are so intense with getting the kids to preschool, getting them dressed, getting them food that we forget to take care of ourselves. And we kind of lose ourselves sometimes in the process. And she discovered that, that her ideal customer is someone in that stage of life who just needs a little pick-me-up, who needs to feel better about themselves. And she had the opportunity where she actually saw this transformation take place while she was at a vendor fair. And it was so powerful for her. And now she knows that's what she wants to create. So she can start creating content around that. That will resonate and speak to your ideal customer. 
Then in all the content that you create, I want you to have a call to action. Now, a call to action could be share an emoji if you agree. It could be in your stories. It could be one of those slidey scales. It could be a poll. I like to ask questions and I like to say things like share um, or comment below with the word yes, if you want to know more or things like that. Because then what happens is you can start a conversation in the DM. Okay. And you may be seeing that things are happening more in that direction. Like this is where you need to be going is starting these conversations. You want people talking back to you. If they're not talking back to you, then I would look at your content because that might mean that your content is not really what is resonating with your ideal customer. And then the last part is have conversations. Get those conversations going with your content, with those calls to action. Have the conversation and have them every day. This is not you reaching out to people to be like, Hey, Rachel, I saw that you liked my post. Are you interested in my Pampered app? Like, no, that's not what we're saying. It's very different. It's they're commenting, they're starting the conversation and you're continuing it. Okay. So I want you to think about how are you having conversations? And how are you doing it? How are you having them? How are you starting them? Are you starting them? But it all goes back to who your ideal customer is. Who is your ideal customer? What does she need? What's the solutions that you have to her problems? And how are you going to create content around that? And let me also clarify, content doesn't just have to be like an Instagram post or a Facebook post. It can be an email. It can be a live video. It can be YouTube video. It can be... There are so many different forms of content. You just have to do it. And you just have to be consistent with it. Okay? So I really want you to think about that this week. Like, What is the content that you're creating? And is it really resonating with your ideal customer? Because if it's not, then chances are you might be off a little bit and you might need to go back to the drawing board and really get to know your ideal customer even more. And I also want to say this really fast. If you're just posting in your Facebook group and your Facebook group is a closed group, you need to be posting outside of your Facebook group, whether it be on your Facebook page, whether it be, and that could be your personal profile, because now you can do that as a professional profile. Maybe it's on Instagram. You need to be posting somewhere publicly so you can draw people in. Okay. All right. That's a lot for today. That is so much. So it's, I gave you strategies on how to make more money and how to get more profitable in your business so that you can pay off that debt, right? Let's get you profitable first, all right? So stop buying product that you don't need, all right? Set a goal and then do the things that you need to do to get there. I hope this was helpful. I love your face. I'm so happy that you are here and listening. I can't wait to see you or be here next week for another episode of the Direct Sellers Podcast. Until then, my beautiful friends, take care. That's it for this episode of the Direct Sellers Podcast, but our fun doesn't have to end now. You'll catch me hanging out over on Instagram between episodes, and I'd love for you to join me. So hop into my DMs. I promise you're not getting any hey girl messages, and I promise I'm not going to be asking you to weirdly buy anything. Send me the message podcast so I can send you my free 90-day action planner because who doesn't love a good template?